بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله أما بعد it proceeds then that this night the night of Thursday the 29th of Jamad al-Akhirah corresponding to the night of the 4th of August 2005 will continue in this night the explanation of Al-Wasiyah Surah the concise admonition by Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and this class will be class number 21 the Shaykh rahimahullah in the previous class mentioned the merits of Salat al-Istikhara and he continues to say regarding Salat al-Istikhara that the person should make abundant <coughs> should make this abundant as well as of dua because this is the key for all good make abundant Salat al-Istikhara the salah in which the believer seeks guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if things are not clear to him and then he rahimahullah admonished that the believer should also make abundant dua invocation of Allah because Allah commanded this kama fi qawlihi ta'ala as he, the Most High, says in Surah Ghafir, chapter 60, uh, verse 60 rather, chapter 40, verse 60, And your Lord said, invoke me and ask me, for anything I will respond to your invocation وقال عز وجل في سورة الأعراف in chapter 7 verse 55 invoke your Lord with humility and in secret وقال الله تعالى in the same Surah Surah Al-Araf chapter 7 verse 180 الْحُسْنَى فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا and to Allah belongs the most beautiful names so call on him by them in fact making abundant dua and insisting concerning it repeating it asking and asking is something desired as we know from the hadith of Abi Sa'id al-Khudri may Allah be pleased with him from the Prophet والسلام, that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam said no Muslim invokes Allah an invocation which doesn't involve a sin or severing of ties except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him one of three things either he will hasten the response for him answers his call promptly or he will save it for him 
for the hereafter or he will ward off an evil like it he will ward off an evil to befall him and this evil is like what he had asked for so the companion said إِذَنْ نُكْثِرْ Shall we make more? Shall we make more? He, the Prophet ﷺ said, Allahu Akthar, Allah is much more. This hadith, Al-Imam Al-Bukhari reported it in his book, Al-Adab Al-Mufrad, and Al-Shaykh Al-Albani authenticated it. Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah said the dua is the key for all good because it comprises tawheed and tawheed is the origin of all good and because it is turning to Allah Azza wa Jal in whose hands is the dominion of everything and it's also because the merits and the blessings of dua are innumerable for dua is ibadah is worship dua is most honored by Allah Azza wa Jal dua is beloved to him subhanahu wa ta'ala dua is a cause for the openness of the chest and it is a cause to ward off the wrath of Allah Azza wa Jal and dua is a proof for true dependence upon Allah and it is a proof on one's faith and belief in Allah Azza wa Jal and His Lordship in His divinity and in His names and attributes dua is honor for the person and liberation from slavery to creation dua is a reason to repel calamity before it falls and to lift it after it falls the fruit of dua is guaranteed by Allah's leave Dua is the resort of those oppressed. Then, Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah continued, وَلَا يُعَجِّلْ And he, the invoker, should not hasten and say, قَدْ دَعَوْتُ I invoked Allah فَلَمْ يُسْتَجَبْ لِي But there was no response to my invocation. So, this is from the etiquettes of dua and one of the causes for it for it being answered and this means one should not rush and say قَدْ دَعَوْتُ I invoked Allah but there was no answer this is really a reflection to the hadith of Abi Hurairah may Allah be pleased with him from the Prophet ﷺ, where he ﷺ said 
no believer who directs himself or directs his face to Allah asking his request except that Allah will give him that either he will give it for him in this life or he will save it for him in the hereafter as long as he doesn't hasten for the response so the companions asked the Prophet ﷺ thereafter, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, وَمَا عَجَلَتُهُ How does he hasten? The Prophet ﷺ said, يَقُولُ دَعَوْتُ وَدَعَوْتُ وَلَا أَرَاهُ يُسْتَجَابُ لِي He says, I invoked and I invoked, but I see not that there is a response to my invocation. So this is a matter which the believer should avoid. And then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah added, وَلْيَتَحَرَّ الْأَوْقَاتَ الْفَاضِلَةِ And let him check for and seek the meritorious times for dua. كَآخِرِ اللَّيْلِ Like the last part or the latter part of the night. وَأَدْبَارَ الصَّلَوَاتِ and at the end of the prayers and at the time of Adhan and at the time of rainfall and the like so here he says like the dua in the latter part of the night this is because of the hadith this is based upon the hadith of Abu Hurairah may Allah be pleased with him that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said yanzilu rabbuna ila samai dunya حين يبقى ثلث الليل الآخر يقول من يدعوني فأستجيب له من يسألني فأعطيه من يستغفرني فأغفر له الله سبحانه وتعالى descends to the lower heaven in the latter part or the latter third of the night saying who's there to invoke me and I will answer his invocation who is there to ask me and I will give him who is there to ask forgiveness and I will forgive him and this is hadith reported in Bukhari and Muslim and then Shaykh al-Islam said وَأَدْبَارَ الصَّلَوَاتِ at the end of the prayers <coughs> and this is based upon the hadith of the Prophet when he was asked as to the dua which is answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala time wise he sallallahu alayhi wa responded jawful layl al-akhir the latter third latter part of the night wa dubra salawat al-maktubat and at the end of the prescribed prayers and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam admonished Mu'ad, may Allah be pleased with him Mu'ad bin Jabal to say at the end of the prayer Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik O Allah, Allah, help me to conduct your remembrances and to be grateful to you and to worship you properly Now what is the meaning of the end of the salah 
دبر كل صلاة Is this before the salam or after the taslim? Imam Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentioned in his book Zad al-Ma'ad that this is possible meaning it's possible to mean before the taslim or after it and that he said rahimahullah وَكَانَ شَيْخُنَا يَعْنِ بْنَ تَيْمِيَةَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ يُرَجِّحُ أَنْ يَكُونَ قَبْلَ السَّلَامِ and that his sheikh he said and that my sheikh or our sheikh bin Taymiyyah رحمه الله used to preponderate that the dua is before the salam so I checked it out with him and he said to me دُبُرَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ مِّنْهُ كَدُبْرِ الْحَيَوَانِ what constitutes the end of something is like the rear of the animal and this is from it meaning from it so in this case it will be from the salah therefore before the taslim this is the profundation of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and our Shaykh Muhammad bin Salih al-Taymiyyah rahimahullah also preponderated that the dua is to take place before the taslim and that whatever is reported from the dhikr, the remembrances then it is after the salam because of the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah An-Nisa chapter 4 verse 103 فَإِذَا قَضَيْتُمُ الصَّلَاةَ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا and when you have finished as salah remember Allah standing, sitting down and lying down on your sides but when you are free of from danger perform as salah verily as salah is enjoined on the believers at fixed hours and also at the time of adhan because of the hadith of Sa'd this is a time where the invocation is answered by Allah and also at the time when there is engagement in the battlefield with the enemies and also as in the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ reported by Anas bin Malik that dua is not turned down between the adhan and the iqamah fad'u so invoke Allah and this is reported by Abu Dawood and At-Tirmidhi and al-Shaykh al-Albani rahimahullah authenticated it also at the time of rainfall in the hadith of Sahal bin Sa'd may Allah be pleased with him that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said fintani ma turaddan two invocations that are not turned down the dua at the time of adhan وَتَحْتَ الْمَطَرِ and under rainfall and these times are not the only times but there are other times as well like the night of the pre-decree لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ and an hour during the night and the hour during the day of Friday and when drinking zamzam water 
and the during sujood and the dua on the day of Arafah and the dua of the Muslim after performing wudu ablution and during the month of Ramadan and when Muslims are sitting in the circles of knowledge and remembrances of Allah and when the heart is yearning to Allah and when there is intensity of purification intensity of of, of uh, sincerity when it is felt then this is a time where it is anticipated that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to the call of the invocator or on the, or on, on the invoker and when the heart is softened and with the dua La ilaha, la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal dhalimin There is no true God worthy of worship except you Subhanak, I declare you free of all imperfection Verily I am from the wrong doers And also the dua At the time of calamity Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un We are we turn to Allah and to Him we shall return. Allahumma ajirni fi musibati. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, reward me in this calamity. Wakhlif li khayran minha and give me instead something better. Also, the dua of the Muslim for his brother. in the unseen and the dua of people for the deceased and the dua of the one in need and the one oppressed and the traveler and the dua of the parents for or against their children and the dua of the righteous son or daughter to his or her parents and the dua by Mount Safa and Mount Marwa and by at Muzdalifa as well and after stoning the Jamarat and the dua of the person performing Hajj and Umrah and the dua when visiting the Sikh Muslim as to the delay in answering the invocation it is from the testing to the believers that the believer invokes Allah and is not answered then he invokes again and again and he doesn't see any effect 
meaning of response anyone who encounters this matter let him remember that there are wisdoms behind this and from the wisdoms and secrets of this is that number one that the delay in response is from the testing which requires patience Allah Ta'ala in Surah Al-Anbiya in chapter 21 verse 35 وَنَبْلُوكُمْ fitna. وَنَبْلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ And we shall make you or make a trial of you with evil and with good. And to us, you will be returned. The swift response, the swift response for one's dua is from testing that requires giving thanks and its delay is from the testing that requires patience second it may be that the manifestation of what is is requested it may be that it will increase the evil in case the invoker or is answered then this could be a reason or a cause in increasing the evil or loss of a higher rank or it could be that this will turn him to transgress so the delay of answering or withholding the answering is better for him while he himself does not know. Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah said, when Allah gives his slave, the believing slave, then this is his favor. And even if it is withheld, so it can be a favor, even though it may seem as a trial to him, and it may be that his testing is for his relief and well-being but it is because of the ignorance of the slave he does not consider the giving and the ni'mah and the favor and the well-being except that which he sees coming promptly and fitting to his mood or desire thirdly the choice of Allah for the slave is better than the choice of the slave for himself to Allah belongs the perfect wisdom he does not give 
except due to a wisdom and does not withhold except due to a wisdom and he knows best what constitutes the benefits of the slave and he is most merciful subhanahu wa ta'ala than them to themselves Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah said man'uhu ata' his withholding is giving because he does not withhold due to misery but he subhanahu wa ta'ala sees to what benefits the slave so his withholding is a choice and for a wisdom fourth Allah Azza wa Jal when he loves someone he tests him and from the testing is delaying the response and the answering of the call so if they are content then alhamdulillah they are in a state of goodness and if they are discontent or resentful then they will receive the wrath they will deserve it fifthly the delay of the answering of the call is a cause for the slave to check himself the delay or withholding the response could be to a defect in the invoker there could be in his food there is a shubha there is a doubt or there is negligence in his heart at the time of invocation or he may be indulged in sins that prevent that are caused to prevent or to withhold the answering so the delaying of the answering may lead the invoker to check himself up as with his stance with Allah Azza wa Jal and therefore this may lead to a tawbah a repentance and turning to Allah Azza wa Jal for forgiveness so if the answering would have been would have come promptly then he may have continued to be negligent of his defects and then would think that he is mashallah on good and guidance and he will be destroyed by his pride and will miss all good sixthly in fact the da'wah the invocation could be answered or is answered without knowing without the invoker knowing that it is answered because the invoker when he calls upon Allah then he doesn't escape one of three situations which we mentioned earlier so it is possible that one of these situations is that his da'wah, his invocation is saved 
for him to the hereafter or that evil is warded off from him in like of that which he invoked so why shouldn't he then have a good opinion of Allah Azza wa Jal and say it may be that Allah responded to me while me not knowing seventh the dua could be weak and therefore it may not stand to resist the befalling calamity and the trial eighthly in dua there is enjoyment in the fact that the person is conversing with Allah asking him turning to him there is enjoyment in that and this brings humbleness humility waiting for the relief and thus reward striving against shaitan and his temptations how? by having good opinion in Allah Azza wa and continue to do the dua these are some of the matters related to the delay in response and the wisdoms and benefits of this which man may overlook due to hastening in the dua and unawareness of the benefits that may be incurred due to the delay in response and therefore in this there is a lesson for all of us the great lesson is having good opinion in Allah we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who invoke him with sincerity and with having the good opinion of Allah's decree for us walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam